Hello and welcome to another episode of Worst Collection Ever. This is the show where we tell you about the worst comic book collection in existence. And it just happens to belong to us. I'm Jen. I'm Sean. And so we put up a video of us unboxing some comics. Mm. And I realized that I have the worst voice for this. <laughs> Why do people let me podcast? What's with your voice? I, I'm, I'm a shouty baritone. A baritone. Baritone. Hey, how's it going? My name is Jed. Yeah, you're not. You don't have a a Vin Diesel. You're not Vin Diesel or that dude from. Uh, I'm Vin Diesel. The dude I'm from Jen Diesel. Jen Diesel or, or that dude from. Uh, now an action star. Ben, boys for men. Boys for men. Jesus <laughs> you mean boys to men? Boys to men. Is he the one that left the group? He's the one that's not in the group anymore because he got multiple. Got he got MS, I think. Oh, or he had something. That's something, too bad. something bad happened to him. But yeah, he was the the base guy. Oh. He would be the, he'd be the guy in the. the, the They'd be the, like, whoa. Yeah, he'd be like the, he. I don't feel. I feel like it's too. Like he's one of those guys you didn't know was. You didn't know he was in the group. Like he was a part of the group until like he'd just be like that part where it's like it's, you know, it slows down. And he's like. Girl, I love you. <laughs> you know? Yeah, but he, but he, all the other guys are singing, and you just you don't really you didn't. You know, I don't look. I am not the boys to men man expert. <laughs> expert, whatever. But uh, yeah, but uh, yeah, I don't. I don't. I, I, it sucks. Though, I don't know. Motown Philly's still a jam. Oh, it does hey, these days they got jams, but yeah, he's not in the group anymore. So mm-hmm. you know, uh, it's a shame. But you do not sound like him. Oh, well, that's good. I, I can assure you that. <laughs> I'm just like, who the fuck lets me talk on recorded format? I do. When I when I sound like I, I just it's like whatever the opposite of helium is. Lead? <laughs> sure. Yeah, <laughs> I have inhaled lead. And this is what I sound like. Oh, Lord. Yeah. But um, yeah, we had our video yesterday that we put up. Um, I guess that's kind of why the show is going up a little bit later than we would have wanted it to, but you know, um, we got these books because the books just came in that day. Yes, just got them yesterday. And even though we have a lot of books, mm. you know, we were like, well, we're gonna do these books, yeah, do a live unboxing, and uh, now we're stuck with these books, yeah. So, uh, yep. you're gonna have to hear yep. about it, yep, as mm-hmm. long as we're quarantined, yes. Maybe after we're quarantined, maybe I'll just say, fuck it, and I'll throw them, throw them out. Burn them in a fire. Burn, yeah, burn them in a fire. Well, just much like the quarantine. Yeah. Um, but uh, or maybe I'll just give them away. Sure. Yeah, I'll do the I'll do the smart thing, um, and just give them to uh, like second to Charles. If we ever go back there again, we may never go back. <sighs> at this point in the quarantine, in the now times, not the before times. No, the before times you can go places. Yeah. No. Uh, and I hope hopefully everybody is dealing with this quarantine as well as they can. Yeah, um, you know what I saw. Today, yeah, what? that they're saying one of the habits that we should break forever and we should never do again uh, is we should stop shaking hands because it spreads all sorts of things. I'm down with fist bumps. Yeah, me too. I can do like an, an elbow bump. I don't want to do an elbow bump because I feel like that's if I do. You still touch hand, but like when you you can hit the elbow. I'll do forearm. I can't do elbow. That's what I mean, like forearm bump. Yeah, because I, well, I worry that if I do an elbow bump, I'll get hit. My, somebody's going to hit my funny bone or I'll hit somebody else's fun, okay, funny well, bone or that area. Maybe like, you know, like forearm bump. Yeah, Bash Brothers. Yeah, like a Bash Brothers thing. I will do fist bumps, though, too. Eh, still touching hands. Especially if you're wearing a, you know, hit the forearm. If you're wearing a shirt. Well, you know what I could do is I could start wearing like uh, fingerless gloves. 
And that'll that'll uh, help protect me on my fist bumps. Uh, yeah, sure. I can start doing that as a part of the regular thing. It's like everybody's wearing fingerless gloves now. We'll get fancy gloves. Yeah, you know, I can get like a whole kind of a kind of a wardrobe. Yeah. Of gloves and be like, Sean, why are you wearing these gloves? It's like I'm only doing fist bumps now because of coronas. All right. So this is this is it. And apparently I, I, it's good because if you if we all stop shaking hands, that's one of the things that's helped spread all sorts of colds and not just coronavirus, just all sorts of common colds and or just or just acknowledge flu. the person and be like, Hey Hello. Man. Gesture. Yeah. Hello. Hi. Remember how everybody used to like rag on Howie Mandel because he wouldn't shake hands? You, you knew you knew. You know what? He's fucking right. Howie Mandel was right. He was right. Now forearms <laughs> forever. Howie Mandel's just sitting there. It's like I told y'all. Told y'all shouldn't be shaking fucking hands. Y'all made fun of me. You know, was in one of these cases, Corona, because <laughs> y'all was shaking hands. <laughs> Howie Mandel was deal right. or no deal. Yep. The yep. deal is you. You get sick and die. The deal is we don't shake hands. <laughs> no, no shake, no, no, de- no, no shake and no deal or whatever. <laughs> that, yeah, I, I, I'm on board with that. Don't touch people. Don't touch people. Uh, try to stay away from other people. Ooh. We're trying our best to do that. Look at this little shaved. We're um, shaved little girl or our uh, cat. <laughs> she has half of her body shaved right now. It's really sad. Well, she doesn't have any shame. It's so cute, though. She's a little, little patch. We had to take her to the emergency vet hospital because she was not feeling well, which that's a weird thing to do during the middle of a fucking pandemic. Yeah, because nobody wants to actually like get close to Well, you can't. like You have to call them from the car, and then they come and get your pet, and then all the consultation is over the phone because you can't go in. So, but she has had stomach problems. They had to give her an ultrasound. So they shaved her belly, but they like shaved halfway up her side. And it's really sad. She has like a very interesting haircut. Poor thing. Again, stay safe. Yeah. Don't be a dick. No. Support your local businesses. Yeah, if you can. If you can. Support, support your, if you, if you like a a certain artist or independent artist or, uh, you know, and that could be a musician, a illustrator anybody you know pro wrestlers you know if they got patreons you know podcasts or whatever uh they got patreons or you know kickstarters or gofundmes or whatever uh you know throw them a few bucks if you can that's really what we're we could do that's the best because um you know a lot of people aren't really able to make the money and make their uh you know make their make their uh bills like they originally how they would plan. It's just throwing a big monkey wrench into a lot of people's day to day. I know it's thrown off a lot of people in terms of podcast listening to mm. uh, just as somebody who works in the business. And uh, it's pretty it's pretty wild. So, uh, yeah, we're, you know, but still support those people and support, you know, if you can support their advertisers. If you listen to a podcast, because that's how they make money. Mm-hmm. A lot of times, you know, especially for some of these shows that you're just like, oh, yeah, they're probably fine. It's like, no, you know, they could they could use it, you know, especially for the people that also work to produce those shows as somebody who has been in that space before mm-hmm. uh, you, you. It's very much a situation where you there, there's a reason why you get that show every week. Yeah. It's because somebody else is doing it or being creative behind it or just making sure that it exists because not unless if there's some, you know, if it's a, you know, soup to nuts operation, well, how some shows are, then sure. But not, you know, sometimes these shows need help. So, you know, if you could support if you're supporting the show, you're supporting the people behind the show, too. You're not just support. You know, it's not just like 
giving uh you know, an earwolf show, you know, you're not giving Scott Ackerman a bunch of money. Yeah, he's you know, fine. directly. I mean, he he'll be fine. I think. Yeah, don't worry about Scott for, Ackerman. for the most part. But all everybody else that works at earwolf can use your help. Yeah. You know, or at least, you know, show them that you're 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 paying attention to these shows. And uh, that's that's really, I guess, what I want to say. I mean, it's because I, I, normally we would talk about like, oh, we got this. We got that. We went there. We haven't done any of that. No. Uh, we watched WrestleMania. We did. That was a very. Uh, I, I don't. I'm not gonna really talk much about it because there's a lot of other places. Uh, oh yeah. Out there that ha- that are much more. You know, ease, they, they 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 do this for a living. Of course, you know? yeah. Or it's just it just makes more sense to pay attention to them. But as a lifelong wrestling fan, watching WrestleMania with no fans in attendance, it's weird. It was very surreal. Um, the matches uh, themselves, though, everybody worked. Everybody worked hard. Um, I could imagine the the difficulty it's been uh working in front of those non crowds for the past month right almost a month at this point so uh hopefully there will be you know maybe the, the, we're going to adapt in this weird world with pro wrestling well uh, i hope they they do more we saw some neat stuff yeah we had the uh, boneyard I'm, match which i loved i mean you know former goth here you throw <laughs> anybody in a goddamn cemetery and throw in some fire uh i'm here cemetery friends yeah and some druids and, and coffins and i'm like yeah this is the best match i've ever seen yeah I could, uh, that's pretty much right up your alley yeah it was campy as shit and i loved it um so i, I kind of want more of that where it's just like it's not in a regular ring it's just a film somewhere else yeah so i thought that was cool and then the next night had the firefly funhouse match which was just like some weird it was shit it was basically an art project it really was dressed up as a match yeah that's exactly what it, it was. really wasn't a match it was and i was just like this is fucking weird i love this let's get more weird yeah so I'm cool. yeah I'm down with being weird i'm but, so down with that but that being said we shouldn't waste any time nope let's take a quick break and yes. we'll come back with a book for this week Monthly, monthly, monthly. It's Action Film Face-Off. Hello, I'm Jason the Weasel Skull Albrick, and I'd like to tell you about a podcast I do with my brother, Jared Albrick, the yard sale artist. Action Film Face-Off. Yes, thank you, Jared. Action Film Face-Off is a podcast where my brother and I, who are both military combat vets... Jason was a Navy SEAL! Jason was not a Navy SEAL. Jason was a military intelligence wing. But anyway, in each episode of Action Film Face-Off, we select two different action films. Some of them have Chuck Norris! Technically speaking, none of them have had Chuck Norris yet, but it could happen because we use a randomizer set between 1970 and modern day to select our two films. So you'll always get two films, each from a different year. Our randomizer has spikes on it! We use a Google random number generator, so it does not have spikes on it. And we put the films into our video dome arena. It also has spikes. It does not have spikes. <laughs> but we discuss the films and score them through six different rounds of criteria. I score Bond films very high. Okay, that's true. But anyway, by the end of the episode, we crown one of the action films the champion of action film face-off. Next episode, Jason fights a bear. <laughs> 
Jason is not fighting a bear. But please give our show a listen. We're part of the Longbox Crusade Network of Shows. Pat Samson killed a man with a sword once. I can neither confirm nor deny that statement. But you can find us on iTunes, Google Play, and most podcatchers under Longbox Crusade. Or you can subscribe to just our show by searching for Action Film Face Off. Come see the blood fly. And that's Action Film Face Off. We do indeed invite you to come and see the blood fly. I just said that. <laughs> All right, we're back here in our worst collection ever with our book for this week. We are doing Powerline number four from November 1988. What is Powerline? Uh, Powerline is from Epic Comics, uh-huh. and it is a part of the Shadowline saga of books. Sure. That were released through uh, Epic Comics back mm-hmm. in the late 80s. For what it's worth, uh Neither of us know what the hell's going on in this book. Nope. Because it is not, it, again, it's from the grab bag. So this is the fourth issue uh-huh. uh, of this book. No fucking clue what's happening. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, basically, but from what I've been able to glean uh-huh. after doing some research, uh-huh. thankfully the Marvel Marvel.fandom.com or the Marvel Wiki. Now, was this was Epic Comic Pub? Purchased by Marvel? Epic or was Comics, this a line that they, like a separate imprint that they had? Epic Comics basically, as far as I'm, I would understand, was kind of like more of, I guess you, I would, I wanted it to make it more, I wanted to compare it more to like Vertigo. Okay. But it's really more like, uh, I would say, like image or valiant where there's a lot of creative creator proper. Like it's like certain basically is kind of like a more, I guess you would say more of mature uh, material mm-hmm. or stuff that they feel that Marvel wanted to publish. Right. But they couldn't do it under their traditional, imprint. but they can't do it under just traditional Marvel. And this being the eighties, they didn't right. have, you know, all these different, ways to publish things you know or whatever you yep. know but they i mean they did actually I, I take that back because they had star comics which was for kids mm-hmm. uh and you had epic comics which was you know stuff like uh like akira you know we know what akira is yes, yes, yes. uh there's a few other books uh like alien legion was one uh dread star i think was one um but this is a Marvel imprint. It is not something they purchased. It's a Marvel imprint. Yeah, it was something that I feel like they created. I, I don't. I'd have to go deeper into it, but I, mean, I feel like it's something that they created for the purposes of being able to put out stuff like sure. this. That doesn't fit. Okay, it doesn't necessarily fit. Makes uh, sense. within the Marvel stuff, and it's not like New Universe stuff or whatever, where you know it's still Marvel, but they're trying to like just kind of make it like a separate timeline in right. there. Like this is something that typically isn't going to cross over uh-huh. uh at least to my knowledge it doesn't the only there there are some exceptions which i will mention sure but um there was also uh they also published a uh, grew the wanderer okay which was like kind of like uh sergio aragones i think that's how you say his name uh he used to be the uh, illustrator in mad magazine oh okay. like he used to be like an illustrator there or he was or he maybe well he was mad, mad, mad magazine's not around anymore right Thanks, Corona. Um, Wait, is that coronavirus's fault? I'm I'm blaming everything on Corona now. All right, let's just blame it. 
Which is Mad do- Magazine folded in 1992. God damn you, Corona. <laughs> Future coronavirus. Well, well, from, uh, Mad Magazine, I think, just like ended. Oh, I, I don't know. I was just giving it a date. No, no, actually, Mad Magazine. I was Mad- making a joke. Yes. Humor joke. Yes. A humor joke. Uh, uh, yes. No, but Mad Magazine, I think, I believe, actually did stop publication like last year, I think it was. Corona. Yeah, because of, because of the Ronas. Um, <laughs> but no, they, uh, yeah, but he's, uh, he, Drew grew their underwear, and that was like his book. But that was on Epic, oh, okay. you know, so they you're you're able to get stuff that you again normally wouldn't have access to. And I mean, it was probably something where I don't know if this was actually like sold in like newsstands, or you'd have to go to a specialty shop, obviously, to get it. Yeah, but uh, but here we are. Uh, okay, so so what what have you learned about this book? Okay, so this particular book and this particular situation takes place on Earth eight eight one nine four. Sure. Where on this earth, there's no blockbuster videos. There's no Pizza Huts, Easter bunnies. Mm. There's no licorice oh. of any kind. Oh, so, so or, this is, is this like the movie yesterday? Yes. We're just certain weird things don't exist. This is what happens if uh, everything if, else is the same, but there's no cigarettes in this world. This is what happens if, if Ricky Nelson didn't exist. Oh, I see. So there's just no licorice. <laughs> so that's what happened. There's licorice and you got these uh, do these, these kids. Yeah. With these weird hairs here on the cover here. They're wearing cool visors, like very like basically what, you know, those. um like Macho Man would wear those sunglasses that have like well, all, he's like Bret Hart sunglasses. Yeah, like Bret Hart. They're all like connected. Yeah, like they don't have a break in where the nose should be. It's just like this big piece of glass or right. plastic, and it's very eighties. So um, basically, what the deal is in this universe is there's this there's kids well, well, they well, wear visors. <laughs> that, that that is established. Yes, yes, it's not a book here. Kids visors. Kids visors. Basically, there's these there's a race of humans that are known as the shadows or Uh shadows and they had some sort they have like powers they're kind of like basically i keep saying basically i notice that's something i say a lot i say basically a lot yeah i don't like that okay they're pretty much mutants right but they're not called mutants they're not called mutants they're called shadows right and there's but they're as a as a race as a as a you know as a faction of humanity they were out of public view mm-hmm. until recently, which is kind of where this whole business oh, okay. starts. You know, you have these power line kids who are parents of shadows or shadow. They're shadows, you know, but their parents were shadows and they kind of in this book, they're they're kind of like, I guess you would say like the boys yeah I like could, they become like they're like, this, they're, they're, like a, they're like a commodity of some sort yeah so uh, yeah so let's just get into the book here so well, i also want to point out so because it's just for my sanity because it's on tip of my tongue so you have like this book you have like dr zero mm-hmm. who gets mentioned in here and then you also have uh saint george or the order of saint george mm-hmm. who they're all doing some sort of business with the they're either their shadows or there's some sort of associated with shadows and the order of St. George somehow is related. And I haven't, I've, I've had the book, but I've never gotten around to reading it. They, uh, they, they're associated with terror Inc. Uh, okay. And terror Inc. Obviously made his way into the Marvel 616. Right. Proper. But, uh, you know, he started out 
in this thing that nobody fucking remembers. Yeah. So or cares about. Or cares about. Um, it's it's kind of like a character that really nobody cares about except me. Yeah. Started out in something that even less people care about. Yeah. That's that's and really, not even you care about. Not this. even I cared about. Yeah. The reason I cared about is because he was in there. Yeah. It wasn't like I read this first and I cared about Eric after that. It's like no, I had to go backwards. Yeah. So. That's how that happens. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so anyways, yeah, Powerline, the Shadowline saga on the cover here. We've got the, the aforementioned kids with, uh, I know their names. They work together. They're like a team. I don't know what exact, they have a force field that well, they create well, yeah, when they're together, but I guess well, we'll they have talk power. About it. So basically, God damn it. I said basically again, names. Because they don't have names. No, they have names. They're so pointless. They have no names. Well, the thing is, on the Marvel Wiki, when you go to Powerline, it's just like this team has no history. But then, if you go to the other comics, they actually have like some to not like some information. Because no one cares enough about Powerline to put any information okay. in this wiki. Well, on the, so the one of these kids looks like uh, his name is Boy. No, his name is uh, Victor Guillermo's. All right, Victor Guillermo's Boy. Boy. Yeah, who kind of looks like Joe Piscopo. He kind of does. I could see okay, that. Yeah. Piscopo. And then we have uh, Lenore Castle. Yeah. Girl. Yeah. She's got some shaggy hair. She has. Uh, she has like mom hair. From she the 80s. Re- well, everybody in the 80s had mom hair. Let's mm, be that's honest. That's true. I, I can't. There is the only people who didn't have Joanna Kern's hair. Yeah. The only people who didn't have mom hair in the 80s were the people who were rocking those huge ass bangs. True. Everybody else had mom hair. She has Chris Jericho hair circa 2004, 2005. She has Ric Flair hair. That is actually, yeah, that is a Ric Flair do. Uh-huh. Joe Piscopo and Ric Flair uh, <laughs> team up in Powerline, a Shadowline saga coming yep. soon to nothing. Marvel Universe. No, <laughs> this, this, this is what they're going to have to make after we get out of the get out of this Rona. They're going to be like, we got... You know, We've made everything else. Movies. We got to start from the bottom, <laughs> the very, very bottom. <laughs> I was gonna say the very bottom. All right, so that's the cover, and, and they're just kind of like, well, there's, there's it's like a, a weird. Um, it's an ad for milk, but yeah. like, like these monsters on, like it. ripping it apart. Yeah, yeah. So it's like an ad that's on a building, like um, like in New York where they like just put it on a building that you walk by. So yeah, I mean, the way that I mentioned that they're uh, like a commodity because we get like yeah. a, a magazine, like a teen magazine cover. Yeah, that's that's what I was gonna say, like. Um, you mentioned the boys. It's kind of like um, not the titular group of boys, but the other yeah, that's right. group like the, of superheroes. Uh, God, what that, was the name? The, the uh, something seven. Yeah, the something seven, the super seven, or I don't remember their yeah. name, but wherever Homelander's on, the team Homelander's on, where it's literally like they have an eight, except it's much scuzzier. Uh, that's like a sleek corporate operation. This is like a dude in a back room who like smokes too many cigars. He's yep. I guess he's Victor's uncle. Mm-hmm. Victor. Uh, Victor. Vin- Vincent. So actually you're way off on the V names. This mm-hmm. is Long Green Gary Grant. This is their agent. He is totally scuzzy. It's like in this crappy back room and he has a phone that looks like money. That's right. He does. That's kind of neat. His phone has money printed on it. And so he's just basically like getting these kids gigs. Well, also and he's t- sending them to like, you know, do dumb shit like being a, a they're, wrestling they're in malls and they're watching. Well, they go to like being a wrestling tournament. They're in malls. They show up at birthday parties and right. stuff like that. And so actually the, the you, you pointed out earlier before when you're reading this, he said Captain Lou was mentioned yes. here. And uh, actually, as, as I re- realize here, so this two of the. Powerline. Yeah. The Victor. 
mm-hmm. and their uncle Ripley. Ah, uh, okay. That's the guy who's later. Oh, okay. I get you. I, for some reason, I thought the agent it's was the confu- uncle. It is very confusing. It's very confusing, especially reading this in the fourth book. And I, it's yeah. one of those things where I feel bad because I'm like, I know I could do reading comprehension. Yeah, but this one's this is one of those jump, jump, jump books. Yeah. And they're very short jumps. What happened was Lenore and Victor got kicked out of like somehow like ran away from the shadow. But they're not related. They're not related. No. Okay. But they, got, but they were like living in a they were like a shadow a, town. There was like a shadow like sanctuary or something. Sure. And they escaped it. And Victor ended up hanging out with his uh, cousin or his uncle Ripley, who was a professional wrestler. Oh, and okay. he was they were doing like a gimmick or something. And I assume that since there's a wrestling connection, Green Grant Money Man uh, calls uh, Captain Lou Albano. Yeah, and that's what like, that's what I thought here, because it has like a wrestling ring and big dudes and refers to him as Captain Lou. Yeah. Captain, Captain Lou uh, trying to get them on the show. Yeah, in 1988, Captain Lou wasn't doing much in, for anything for the WWE, to be honest. <laughs> he was he was actually running uh, on a communist t- ticket for to be to become like a like I think he was trying to run for president. He was like running for the People's Party or something. OK, that's what I remember, because it was in uh, like a pro wrestling illustrator where it was like Captain Lou may not be in WWE anymore, but here he is talking to some fans about politics. And he, but he's still dressed like Captain Lou because you know what Captain Lou looks yeah, like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so. Yeah, it was actually no. Around this time, though, Captain Lou was being Mario. Oh, that's he right. Was doing the Mario. That's right on that fucking TV show. I always got freaked out at the end of the credits on that show because it was basically just like a green screen and Captain Lou doing his things. Like you do the Mario and you just move, you just go, uh, 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 yeah, you just move your arms side to side. And then at the end, he's like just like that, but he's just standing there like. Like splayed out, yeah. The screen and it just kind of lingers on him, and it's it always freaks me out because he's it's it looks like he's very uncomfortable doing it, but it doesn't. It, but it's also making me uncomfortable. Yeah. So uh, that's the memory I always have of that show, not of the actual Mario cartoon. Yeah. So he's just like getting these kids gigs, doing the gigs, doing the gigs. Yeah, they're doing gigs, and so here's the deal with regards to the powers. Yeah. What are their powers? So, Humberto has the power of creating a force field. You mean Vincent? Oh, Victor. Sorry. Victor. I'm like, who the fuck is Umberto? Umberto. Fuck, there's another another guy here that I wasn't aware of. I thought there were only two kids. Victor has the power. Victor has the power. Oh, shit, can he split himself into two people? One is Umberto and the other is Victor? Yep. Shit. That's what happens when he does the force field and they split off and it's it's even less interesting (laughs) somehow. Victor could do force fields I always want to call her Wendy, but Lenore. Yeah, she doesn't seem to be able to do anything. She can jump. That's her deal. But only when his force field is there. But but there's things that they realize because they ran into each other that their powers somehow complement each other where she can like harness his force field to fly. Yeah. Oh, so they have some sort of deal where they do. And the other dude, uh, Ripley, uh, who we don't really see much of in this thing, he is able he can uh, turn his hands into metal. You can turn his skin into metal. Uh, okay. So he can do, he's like Colossus, but like he sucks. Okay. So. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So anyways, 
<laughs> the Colossus so with us in this episode. I, 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 God love you. God love you because we are struggling through this. Yeah. So basically, they get but this whole thing this together, uh, and then they have to go to like some party. They go to a party where basically they, but a lot of time, a lot of this book is just them being like, I don't know if I want yeah, to notice, and then they get noticed, and right? It's so because at first they're like, oh, I'm not gonna um, wear my visor because apparently people can only. It's like Clark Kent; you only know when he's wearing him when he's wearing glasses. But, it's, but if he's wearing, if he wore Bret Hart glasses, oh, yeah. if Bret Hart came out <laughs> the ring and gave him the glasses, you'd be like, holy shit, that's Superman! Yeah. Or it's holy shit, that's Kirk. That's Kirk. Um, I, th- I saw Superman. Now I don't because Bret Hart went up to <laughs> Superman and gave him his glasses. <laughs> they go to this party and he's wearing his visor and he's like, "You should put your visor on." And she's like, "Oh no, I'm wearing a nice dress or whatever." And and I'm not sure if I want to be recognized. But she kind of like seems to have some feelings for him. Yeah. So she's like, "Well, you know, they're I, in it together." I don't well, like 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 feelings she's, she's like well i don't want to disappoint him and i want him to still you know i want to still be connected to him so i'm gonna wear my visor too and then we cut to like a conference room so this is where oh no then we go back to the agent well the agent's just like he's trying to do like deals and then he gets another call and somebody calls him with a probably a really good deal because he's like they're booked and he's like oh wait oh oh, oh. right he's so, like what was your name yeah so i think he's the last of we see of him in here okay i thought he movie, was the guy who died anyway this is a movie uh he could be played by danny devito sure yeah let's uh, let's get danny devito some work playing um, in the power line movie yeah and then we're in a conference room and like people are watching a projector and they're like talking about killing some dude yeah, they're trying to basically there's some scientists that Always got to kill those scientists. Yeah, they got every kill some every fucking comic book or movie. Everybody's trying to kill a goddamn scientist. You got to try to kill these scientists, and then there's these guys who are yeah, they're like demons in disguise, as we come to find out. Oh yeah, because they like just sort of murder everybody in this room. But you kinda... no, they don't murder. What what he does is he's like they fart. No, they don't fart because there's just... a lot of shh. Or is that his fingernails? No, yeah, not fa- wind. He, he does a he does a doesn't does a knife. Oh, I thought he was. The, what he does basically is like he's. Hey, man, you know we want. We're, these are people we need to kill, and the guy's like, "Great, you know what to do." And the guy's, like, and he's like, "Oh yeah, money." And yeah. He's like, All right, let me show you how I do it. And you know he kind of turns his hand into a demony claw, and uh, he slashes up. Uh, very rudely slashes up the projection screen right in this boardroom. See, here's what I thought happened here is. Uh, some sort of gas came in and turned him into an old man or the guy from Thinner. Thinner. Yeah, that's what I thought happened. Oh, I, I didn't. I thought it was some sort of terrible gas. Oh, no, there's no, there's no gas. <laughs> nobody, there's nobody, nobody broke wind in this Marvel epic comic. It's like, my power is farting. I'm in and the it sh- turns you old. Yeah, I'm one of those shadows, but I just fart. What a shitty, horrible power. I just fart and make people old. If, if Could you, you imagine put, that if you're... You catch, if, if you catch my wind, you get old fast. <laughs> man, that's, that sucks. That's terrible. That guy, the that worst guy's, power. That, the guy's just like, everybody's like, hey, man, let's go get Mexican, man. Just really good Mexican place. Like, I can't. Can't, bro. Can't do it, man. You're all going to become elderly. <laughs> if, if, you, if I do it, just yep. like, no, no, man, just let's go. Let's go. And he's like, oh, I'm telling you, I cannot enjoy Del Taco with you. Yep, can't do it. 
which is a crime because Del Taco is delicious. It is delicious. Uh, we go back with uh, this girl, uh, Lenore, and she is looks like she's packing up her house. Yeah, they are like they go to this house and they're like going to pack up and move to somewhere else. So she's going to get like a picture down from the high shelf and he has to like help her and i guess i'm assuming it's her parents well also too because she power is she's able to jump but she can't jump that high yeah he she's has to like, like like i could jump hot that high oh i couldn't i probably could if i was in my best physical shape you know you've seen me jump yes <laughs> i barely clear it clear an edge i have no jumping ability I whatsoever probably, if i was you know i could i could Dude, someone because she's not really even jumping that high. She's just kind of jumping, she's jumping higher than me. She's jump like for for a superhero jump. I have a very strong relationship with gravity. Yeah, so she's trying to get this picture, and the the uh, Victor is like, ah, oh, well, let's, here all let's, force field. Let's you. do our gimmick together, and you can get your your thing. And, and so yeah. she gets the picture, and she's just like, oh, they're gone. And then he's just like, oh, this. And then as this is one of those books where it's like, as they're walking out of the house, she goes. This is from when, like, she's telling him when the picture was taken, but they don't tell us. And the next thing you see is she's just crying. I mean, maybe it happened so we we don't have to be retold, but this is the first time I've picked up this book. I don't understand who these people are and why the fuck she's crying. So now we get together with this. Oh, uh, we go to the scientist, man. The scientist that uh, is going to get farted on. And uh, he is, I believe he is with uh, Ripley. Okay, so that's who I thought the agent was. Yeah, that's, and I got very confused. So Ripley, because they both have like, they kind of look alike. Ripley, you know, he, they do a thing where he's like trying to like get money out. Well, you know. so what did the scientist is like? I created this thing, and it literally just looks like like three a, green cylinders that like project a car. He created what he did was that he apparently he created a hologram projector of some sort. But that, it, it looks like but it's um, just projecting a car. It's just projecting a car. But you know what it looks like? It looks like um, Superman, like the old Richard Donner Superman when oh, he with goes the, with, the, with his little tubes. Yeah. All the crystals in the, um, you know, the Fortress of Solitude, except yeah. they're green. Yeah. That's literally what they look like. Yeah. But no, apparently, yeah, this looks like a, a machine that's got a lot of wires. Into it. I mean, look at all those wires. That, oh, my God. Where, where are you plugging this into? Uh, he's plugging into everything. Because it literally goes out 360 degrees. There's 360 degrees of fat wires. Of just plugs. I'm like, there's not enough plugs in this dingy apartment. There's not, apartment no, there's not enough power. There's not enough power. You'd fucking blow there's that building. power in the entire city block. Right? You know? To, uh, and you know what? It's not even making like a big car. It's just like floating above these cylinders. It's just like a car. It's, it's like a toy car. <laughs> Yeah, it's just like it's just like yeah, we made a we made a matchbox. But he's hologram. like, oh, people hologram, are whatever. Yeah, and he's like, people are trying to kill me because of this. I'm like, are they though? I was like, why? Because it sucks. Yeah, <laughs> they're so fucking. Hey, man, you promised to make like you know like Tupac and shit. Because and you, now you you just made the stupid car. We're gonna we're gonna get some demons after. you. Are they trying to kill you because you blew their fucking power and they're mad? Yeah, every like, time you turn this thing on, you blow the you the, blow the, all the, of our fuses. You, you it, it knocks out like power for like the entire state. <laughs> <laughs> for some reason <laughs> you have like three three million gigawatts of power going into this <laughs> but uh yeah so they're in this digi apartment the uh the power line team uh protecting this guy right and then he looks out the window and he's like yeah see there's like shadows in an alleyway i think those people are trying to kill me and he's like 
or power lines like we'll go figure it out don't worry we're famous so we'll be fine yeah eleanor lenore is like don't worry ripley no one's gonna do anything to us we're stars because nobody attacks celebrities. Oh, Nobody, no. Nobody's ever attacked a celebrity. Nobody ever. stalks a celebrity. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So they like go out to uh, talk and they like it's the weirdest thing because it's like two pages of him just being like, hey, random guys in an alley. What are you doing here? Like they have like a conversation with these people. And then I guess these people like the guy in the alley was like, well, I'm going to show you. And he has like red eyes. So he's like a monster. Well, there's actually I'm just noticing this here. So you got this one dude that there's like two, there's two dudes here. Uh-huh. And these two dudes are also like they're the demons. But I, right. I just noticed here. So if you look at this one panel, this dude's turning kind of he's got kind of green. Oh, I see that. And then okay. you get to this other panel and he's basically in the same position. But he's all now he's just got like a lizard head. And oh. Nobody <laughs> notices that. He's just like, ah, I'm a lizard. No one noticed my lizard head. But meanwhile, they're using these two guys are distracting uh, the power line because they're also shadows. Like because uh. one of the guys goes, hey, we're practically family. Right. It's like, yeah, we're all related, but we're just like these monsters and you're yeah. you, you what you could just jump and you make this, a force field. Yeah. So this this is basically like the um, Morlocks versus the regular X-Men. Yeah. 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 yeah that, that, a good analogy. Yeah. Much more interesting analogy. <laughs> uh, but they're using this as a distraction. So one of their other dudes can, I guess, blow up. Yeah. A car in the basement. I didn't understand it because I was like, where is this car? But apparently it's like in the basement of the building because honestly, it looks like it's just parked like next to the weird hologram machine with all the fucking wires, which no. I'm assuming. Yeah, which is on like the fifth floor. So I was like, where the fuck is, is this? The car that was made and then it got exploded by the it was, demon? It's the hologram. Yeah, uh, and it just blew up. Oh. So the it, demon gets in it and it, it, it explodes. Explodes with a flume. Filthum. 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 Yeah. And so it explodes. And then this is like when all those guys start turning into monsters. Yeah. One's a snake. Another's a werewolf. Yeah. The werewolf one's really funny when he pops up, too, because he looks like a not even a werewolf. He's like a bear. Yeah, he looks like a bear. It looks like a bear, but also a cute dog. Yeah. He kind of just looks like a guy wearing a bear. It's like Midsummer. It's a guy in a bear suit. (laughs) Midsummer. Remember the guy in the bear suit in Midsummer? Oh, that's right. For some reason, I was also except thinking, that guy couldn't move. This no, guy I was can. Thinking, well, I was also thinking about uh, the Wicker Man and, <laughs> <laughs> and what's his face, uh, Nick Cage as the bear punching Lily <laughs> How did he get burned? Yeah, this is actually that's yeah, canon. This, yeah. is, this is actually a pre midsummer. Yeah, yeah. And eventually, or uh, Wicker Man, pick one. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna tie this in with a more interesting movie. Um, <laughs> yeah, so the, yeah, there's a snake and there's a werewolf and the. Victor's using his force field. Yeah. So then, she can jump or something. They don't really do a whole hell of a lot. Well, they're they're getting so back in the building, Ripley and the, the doctor are there and fighting monsters. The the werewolf is like, fuck this, I'm going up there. Yeah. And he's like making quips and stuff about barbecues. This is this is actually pretty uh, impressive. Uh-huh. These two jabroni kids grab the werewolf by his hair on his shoulders and then like do a judo throw. Yeah. In this next panel. Somehow they get up here. I don't well no, because the force field in the yeah, flying. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, whatever. I, I take it back. Yeah. Um but yeah, then the snake shows up, you know, the building's falling apart, so they end up going down to the basement, you know, to, to get out of the building. Right. 
now we've got another. Is this the same one? No, it's the same snake. Yeah, I guess so. Okay. Yeah, it eventually grabs the uncle who I thought was the agent. No, it grabs the doctor. Well, it grabs the doctor, but doesn't it grab the other guy too? No, the the uncle uh, Ripley grabs the snake. Oh, he puts his fucking fist through, and he has a. But the scientist eats it, right? Um, somebody eats it. He's about to get eaten. No, but somebody fucking dies, right? Because that's why the power lines like all upset at the end. No, actually, unless his uncle's the snake. No, his uncle is not the snake. His but uncle. This, this makes no sense. The uncle turns his hand into metal and guts the snake. And then he, why he, is he, this, this kid this, crying? And then what happens is they save the doctor, and he. I think he's upset because the uncle was like he. Mur- he basically mur- murders. Yeah, but that snake was going to kill them. I know, but he, or maybe he didn't. Maybe he didn't realize he was a dude. One of the guys. I thought it was because his uncle died. Like he's literally weeping at the end of this book. I'm like, why is he crying? I went back like twice to figure out what the fuck this kid's crying about. And I cannot figure it out. He just says, oh, my uncle. And she's holding him. And I don't know if he realizes that he is. But if it runs in families, why wouldn't his uncle be a shadow? So what is he crying about? Who the fuck dies? Does the uncle die? No, the uncle's still alive. He's right here. Then what is he crying he, about? He, he very much wins as evidenced by yeah, him I know. his hands. It's this. really great. But that's why is this kid crying? I don't you know what. I really don't understand why it's it's hard. to It's hard to glean because it kind of just happens. Let me see. I feel like you had to you would have to I read, have read the other books of this, like read more about the relationship. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't really get it. It doesn't yeah. make much sense, at least in that moment why he is upset but i feel like it has something to do with his uncle showing a significant amount of rage yeah or against uh a demon that was trying to kill them yeah so they get out and he's like vic you she says vic you and he goes the shows the publicity it's all my uncle he and then the agent shows up and he's like oh i heard about it and he's like, let's see if we can get us some TV coverage. And she puts the phone down. And Which goes, he has the money phone in his car. In too. his car. He has and money phones everywhere. She goes out and she's like hugging this guy, the boy. She says, Shh, don't worry, it'll be OK. And he goes, no, no, it won't. Oh, what's on this next page? And then we cut to another scene and we don't see them anymore. And I'm like, what are you? What is that? Why are you so upset? I don't understand. <laughs> I don't get it. I, it. I'm baffled. I really don't understand why. Why? So I think what happens here is we. Go well, this to, is something else. This is totally something different, different. Where we go to a diner of some sort. Dude's a trucker. There's a waitress. And I think they're like a couple. Yeah. And they're also like they have powers. They so have powers, which we don't. Well, one of them, although the 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 waitress wife has heat powers because she yeah. heats up his coffee. And he can like. He, he's got like telekinetic because he's like, I want ketchup. And yeah. she's like hang on, let me boil their coffee. And he's like, no, ketchup. And he's like, Eugene Gray's that shit. Yeah. Hand. And she's like, oh, well, we're going to be together and we can either we can have 300 years or we can have two kids and only have 30. Sure. And and he's like, well, don't worry about it. You know, we're I together. Know PD, we, so we have a baby and just maybe another and then we'll just maybe we'll just have 30 years instead of 300. What does that mean? I, if we have kids, I, we die. Oh, you know, okay, actually, you know what? Let me let me bring this up. If you're a shadow. Uh-huh. If you want to fuck and bring another ba- bring another wait, just fuck or re- reproduce. Okay, let me say, if you want to procreate, shadows are immortal. Okay, 
But if you want to bring a offspring into the world, uh-huh. you have to give up your mortality, which is why she's talking like, well, yeah, could we could just be around here for 300 or 30 years if we have a baby? If we decide to have children. So what happens if you get accidentally pregnant? Well, I think it's a decision, like a thing where – I don't know. I don't know. Maybe because you have like, to go and like you sign a waiver and you're like, hey, I don't want to be immortal anymore. I want to have a child. Yeah, because what if you're like, man, I was just supposed to be having fun fucking and the condom broke and now I'm accidentally pregnant. I didn't want to give up my immortality or ever have this baby, but now I, I'm immortal and now I'm just regular mortal. I'm going to hazard a guess that – the Shadowline Saga never addressed the issue of unwanted pregnancies. Yeah, because it was written by dudes. <laughs> <laughs> you can't put something like in, that in there and not explain it. Let's see if Gail Simone wants to take a pass at this. Yeah, well, no, nobody does. Um, no, you, so, you, you, nobody does. Nobody so does. they're like, we're going to be together. And they're like, great. And he's like, well, I have to go like do my truck thing. But through the window, these things can see them and they're like these weird gro- Did you see the grotesque thems? Yeah, there's like a mo- there's like these more of these monsters. No, 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 no. Yeah, they see them through the window and the people don't look like what we've seen. She's all red. Yeah, she's goop. So is that what they really look like? I don't know. Maybe. So anyway, he goes out to his truck and there's all these little like demon monsters. One of them looks like the, the face sucker from Alien and the other ones, some one of them's grabbing a crotch. Oh yeah, we're 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 chomping dicks. Because some of them look like ticks, and other ones look like little guys. Yeah, some of them are yeah, bugs. Not, there's not a consistency. No, here. they're not just all little like demon gremlins. They're all like some of them are bugs, and some of them are monsters, and some of them look like little guys. And then he like gets pulled underneath his truck, and I'm assuming eaten. Uh, also, he looks like he has farted on. Uh, which where? At the bottom where it says shh. Oh, we're here. Yeah, he got old. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. You got old farted. You got old farted. Uh, and then that's that's it. Yeah, R.I.P. that guy. And R.I.P. this book. R.I.P. this book. I assume this did not last that long. Uh, yeah, probably didn't last. I think it only lasted like a few more issues after this. But, you know, you could, you know, if you really liked it, you could get some savings. Get yourself a subscription of uh, six issues for only $9. Oh, shit. Or, I'm sorry, it's, uh, sorry, $6.75. Back in the 80s, though, that was like $200. Right. So uh, that's it, though. $200 it, in 1988 money. $200 for six issues <laughs> of Powerline, the comic where we a don't... dude gets farted on and becomes old. <laughs> <laughs> that's way more exciting than anything that happened in this book it's true yeah well, and i'm just gonna save you the time no i would not read the next issue no of this. i'm not what the fuck is this yeah I, I i don't even know this would even interest me if i just saw it because i mean no. you because I, I can't even see either of us finding this in a bin no i would write over this i wouldn't even pick it up maybe like i don't even know but yeah you know, it, it, here's the thing. It's, I'd be like, garbage, keep going. It's tangentially related to Terror Inc. So I do have some sort of vestment in this. However, I have yet to read the rest of my Shadowline adjacent books that tie into this saga and see how Terror Inc. ties into that. Uh huh. And then I will make my final decision. But as it stands, the, the decision better be no. <laughs> it is no. Because I will make it, make fun of you if you're like, I got to find all the power lines. I'll be like, what I'm is I'm going to get a shirt. 
Excuse me, do you have any power line I'm like, shirts? we can't be seen together if you're wearing a power line shirt. And I usually don't make decrees like that. It's like, that guy went too deep. <laughs> that guy's too hardcore. He's lost. Anyways, uh, that's it for this week's show. Thank you for listening. Uh, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at AngryHeroSean. And I'm at Jen Stansfield on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, you can find us on Facebook, Worst Collection Ever. And email the show, WorstCollectionEver at gmail.com. And please rate, review, subscribe on Apple Podcasts or anywhere you get the show. And tell your friends, and most of all, stay home. Yep. Wear a mask. Wash your hands. Wear a mask. When you go out. Do uh, elbow bashes. Yeah, forearms. Forearms. And you can make a mask out of anything. You just put a bandana around your face. It doesn't have to be fancy. Yeah, and uh, just be safe. Yeah. Please. Yeah. We love you. Yep. Love. All you folks listening out there, we love you. This deep voice loves you. <laughs> I love you. I love you so much. (laughs) Me, Jen Diesel, loves you. (laughs) (laughs) All right, folks. Thanks again for listening, and we'll talk to you again soon. Bye.